Orcas and salmon are friends that need help. Our ocean pals are facing some trouble. Less trouble, more bubbles. There's so much we can do. Do you know what I'm thinking? Let's start preaching extinction. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's poor episode. I'm here with Shelby and Liam. How's everybody doing? We're doing good. Doing all right. Amazing. Um, it's been a minute since we've done a poor episode. When we like sat down, we we're like, "How long has it been?" Oh, only like two months ago. Um, whoops. That's okay. We're gonna get back on a good schedule. Um, I think everybody's been super busy, but you know, here we are now. Excited to give you some Southern Resin updates. Um, but before we do, I just thought we'd check in with Shelby and Liam, and Shelby has a fun update for us. Yeah, so I applied to a program called Ocean Bridge, which is run through OceanWise, which is a concert ocean conservation program associated with the Vancouver Aquarium. So basically, Ocean Bridge is for Canadian youth, and it empowers them to take action for ocean conservation and kind of um, you spend the year getting mentored and collaborating with all of the individuals and help deliver ocean and waterway service projects for our communities. So I'm super excited to be representing the Ontario cohort for that. And it hasn't really started yet. I just kind of found out that I got accepted, but I will keep you guys updated. And I'm just currently kind of brainstorming what I might want to be doing, what I might want to do for my service project. So um, yeah, that's my exciting news for now. How about you, Liam? I'm doing all right. Uh, I got, I talked with someone from the um, Environmental Protection Agency the other day who was uh, leading this uh, youth panel, and he was talking about how um, he was talking about uh, some of the stuff that I've been doing, uh, like the the podcast and the uh, and that series. So I did on the Snake River dams, and I talked to him a little bit about um, about writing letter, which we'll talk about in this and how you know anyone from anywhere can write. You know, even if you're out of the outside of the country, you can write, and people will pick it up. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you guys are up to cool stuff. I'm super excited about your new project, Shelby, and excited to see where that goes. And I feel like that's a great segue, Liam, into the next thing we wanted to talk about, which is the campaign that I have launched with um, Brian Jenkins from Black Friend Coffee, Co-Extinction, and PNW Protectors, or I guess that we have launched with all of them, um, in trying to write our senators and congresspeople to get the lower Snake River dams removed as part of Biden's new infrastructure bill. Um, so we are urging that everybody writes, there is a post on PNW Protectors page, um, and I keep trying to share it daily. I think I've missed a couple days because the last few days have been super busy. We've had, um, gray whale predations in Monterey, and so we've been super busy on the water. But, anywho, I will continue to post and not get distracted by other things. Um, but we just ask that everybody writes because we want to get as much movement with this as possible. You know, a lot of people have 
like, you know, backlash or feelings towards this bill or this method of doing it. But, you know, this is the first time that we've had a piece of paper on the table where it's an option to have the dams removed. So let's write in. And Shelby asked us, like, right before we started, because it is really confusing kind of how all this works. I feel like she could write because she's in Canada. And the answer is yes. Everyone can write from anywhere. So we just urge everybody to write. Yeah, show our support and try and keep the momentum going on this to keep it at the top of their to-do list and get it going. Yes. Um, So keep writing, keep calling. um, And if you need information on how to do any of these things, definitely send us like a message or something. I may not respond right away because like I said, things have been pretty hectic. Um, But we will get back to you as soon as we can. Um, and try to help you guys if there's if you have any questions about what to write. Um, but there's a really good infographic on PNW Protectors page, and I'll keep sharing it on the Breaching Extinction Stories so that you guys can pretty easily find it. So, but that will be on Facebook and Instagram, so definitely check that out. But speaking of momentum, um, the Seattle Times just published an article, and it is about the new... Um, what would you even call this? Like this, a new journey, like the new project or initiative, I guess, um, called the Red Road to DC. So um, the Lummi Nation is kind of heading up this new initiative to bring more more awareness um, to a lot of the species out here and try to get a a bit more of environmental protection. So um, what the article said is that they basically like made a totem pole and there were people from the Lummi Nation ages 4 to 70. Everybody contributed to it. Um, and the article says that this will be happening in June, but they're going to be taking it across the United States to D.C. to like offer it to the president um, to try to get him to honor some of like the policies and agreements that they have. Um, so they are going to be moving the totem pole across the United States. The Seattle Times article said in june but the red or uh red road to dc website said in july so sometime this summer yeah i think it's really amazing that um they're doing this and i all of the places that they're gonna stop along the way i don't know exactly how the um covid situation is down there i know you guys are a little bit ahead of us here in canada but stopping at all of these amazing outdoor locations where people can gather and really admire the beautiful work. And hopefully that'll make an impact on people all across the United States. And I hope it gets a lot of media coverage um, to help inform people who might not be there in person. But um, yeah, I think this is really neat and a, a really cool moment in history. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think that this is like, potentially a movement that if it gets enough media coverage could be powerful enough to like like this could be the the breaking point you know because you know Brian and I discussed the concept of like throwing quarters like you've seen those quarter machines where you just like toss quarters in until eventually something falls and I feel like this could be something with enough momentum to get all the quarters to fall and maybe we get the dams down yeah and I think as well with their um other reasoning behind doing this like you mentioned like they're trying to get uh uh, raise awareness to be recognized um as as indigenous peoples as being treated as equals in regards to policy development versus kind of you know being informed up at the last moment 
um, before policies are put in place. And I think everything with this past year with the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that, I think hopefully the the momentum can carry through and we can help um, raise awareness for the importance of taking uh, their culture and their and their history um, into consider into consideration and um, yeah, like being able to recognize the knowledge that they have as well and can help develop all of these environmental policies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, I mean, realistically, the only like knowledge that we're going to have about the environment and the way that it's been for centuries and generations is from them because they've been here for centuries and generations and we've only been here for like two centuries and you know that's not enough um and then when we came in it was all exploitive i thought it was also really interesting to watch the video on their website which we'll link that in the episode description um and where they talked about how like the planet was like it's not full of like you know the like they basically said it's not something to be exploited and that it's not full of dying things. It's like full of living things that we should take care of. And I was like, wow, like that was really, it's not a novel concept, but it kind of feels like it because of just culturally kind of different attitudes in the United States, like Westernized attitudes, of course, like not theirs, you know? Totally. That hits me every time. And I think there was another podcast episode you did where this message was really driven in, but just the fact that like, we need to take care of the earth as it takes care of us. Like the whole, the earth supports us living here and it gives so much to us and we need to give back and support it and love it just as much so that we can keep a symbiotic relationship going. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the idea, I think, with the totem pole, too, is like even in the video, they were like, people will come by and put their energy in the totem pole and then, you know, they'll get energy and power from it. And like, that's just very symbolic for like how we need to treat the earth. So I think that this is an awesome initiative and I'm really excited to see where it goes and I hope that it gets the coverage that it deserves. Me too. It's neat. It said that, um, I believe it mentioned they were doing, uh, um, oh, what's the word? An exhibit in collaboration with the Natural Museum of History. Yeah. In New York. So hopefully that'll help it get, um, a lot of attention as well. Yeah. I think so. And I feel like that's pretty big. Like, if it's going in the Natural History Museum in New York, you know? Um, And I think that that will definitely get it, like, the attention that it deserves, too. That would be amazing if this was the tipping point, if this was, like, the thing that did it. And, like, in a way, I feel like it would kind of, I don't know, like, there's something really satisfying about, like, if this is, like, the thing that does it, you know, as opposed to something else. So that's pretty cool. Liam, do you have any thoughts? No, yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, I think for I think if we're really to make any kind of progress on keeping the planet safe, you know, yeah, keeping the planet protected and, you know, keeping everything that lives on it safe, we have to start, you know, not just amplifying indigenous voices, but also listening them, listening to them. Because often they're going to have, because they are the ones who are going to have uh, the most amount of knowledge uh, on how to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, and if, we, and if they're just 
if we give the opportunity to to allow them to take you know much more influential positions within our government um there can be so much change that is quick and effective and that people will like even yeah so yeah we need to you know start amplifying indigenous voices definitely totally agree awesome so i i think at least to me it's kind of felt like at least through covid that everything southern resident wise was fairly stagnant and like nothing was happening and then it seems like just rapidly in the last couple months like it's like baby 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 like and then all of these other things mike simpson and now um like the lemmy people leading this movement i think is going to be amazing um and so we just need to keep with the momentum and keep pushing for it and support them um and you can check out their website for ways to support them and i think that anybody can show up right to these events um and they're traveling to they're going to be in several different states so it looks like they're going to be they're going to start in bellingham washington they're going to go to bears ear in utah then the grand canyon village in arizona um Keiko Canyon in New Mexico, the Missouri River in South Dakota, and Black Hills in South Dakota as well, and then they'll take it to DC. It looks like they might go a couple other places um, as well, but I think uh, that's still to be determined. Um, yeah, it seems yeah. like for um, that long of a journey, it looks like they're going to be moving pretty fast. Yeah, that was my thought. I'm like, how are they like transporting this thing, I wonder? I'm sure it's like on a big vehicle of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, but that's all the Southern resident news that we have and all the personal news that we have as well. Um, so thanks everybody for joining us and show your support, continue to write your senators. Um, and if you guys have any questions, please reach out to us via social media, send an email to breaching extinction at info at breaching extinction.com. Um, but that's all I have for you guys. Do you guys have anything else to say? No, I think that's all for now. Hopefully next time we have a bit more of an update on the Southern residents, but kind of sometimes no news is good news. Hopefully they're just keeping well and enjoying the quiet. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll have a good week.